This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Brought to you in part by Maine Operation Game Thief, New Hampshire Wildlife Heritage Foundation, International Wildlife Crime Stoppers, and the North American Game Warden Museum. Welcome to Warden's Watch, the Northwoods Throwdown. And I sit down with Chris McCabe of the Maine Warden Service and Eric Fluette of the New Hampshire Conservation Officers, and we talk about this charity softball event that has been played in minor league stadiums four times, the fourth time coming up July 28th, Friday night, starting at 7 until we get it done because sometimes these games go into like 11 innings. The last one was crazy. They were going to shut down the lights on us and finally Maine pulled it off for the first time, mind you. So these, these softball games and you know, when we first sat down to, to do this, I didn't think it was going to be as exciting as it is, but these two entities do battle to win this and it's a great fundraiser for Operation Game Thieves, International Wildlife Crime Stoppers. And I have been honored and privileged to be the announcer, one of the announcers, uh, since the beginning of the Northwoods Throwdown. It certainly has been a cool event for fans of Northwoods Law because Maine and New Hampshire were on Northwoods Law on Animal Planet. And it just gives the fans some place else to see them in their natural I won't say their natural environment, <laughs> but I will say uh, somewhere different so they can actually come and experience them live and in person. Some of the, their favorite, uh, I, I want to say characters, but they're not really characters. It's its what they are. It's how they 
conduct their business, the people that they have welcomed into their home on their TV, and now they get to actually chance to meet them. And this year, I'm so excited because International Wildlife Crime Stoppers is sponsoring streaming. So no matter where you are in the country, if you're a Warden's Watch listener and you would like to watch this game, you'll be able to go to mainogt.org and get a subscription so you can watch this game live Friday, July 28th. And if you want to have a watch party, invite your friends over to watch this and uh, buy a subscription. Uh, There's going to be opportunities for you to do that. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun nationwide. So Maine, M-A-I-N-E-O-G-T dot O-R-G, org, Maine, O-G-T dot O-R-G. And that's where you'll be able to get your code for live streaming. Have a watch party. Have a lot of fun. Enjoy. Remember, this is a charity event, so please contribute if you can. I will see you then, and I appreciate all your support for the Operation Game Thieves, International Wildlife Crime Stoppers, and we all try to stop wildlife crime, which is almost impossible. But together, financially, giving information to these entities, we can make a difference. You and I can make a difference supporting these groups. So let's make a difference Let's sit down and listen to this podcast between Eric Fluett and Chris McCabe. Enjoy the podcast, and I hope to see you live July 28th, streaming or in person. Thanks a lot. Enjoy this podcast. Warden's Watch, the Northwoods Throwdown. And for you guys that don't know what the Northwoods Throwdown, and I'm going to use my favorite word, epic, it is an epic softball game between the main game wardens and the New Hampshire conservation officers that both had seasons, multiple seasons of a TV show on animal planet called Northwoods law. So we kind of coined this Northwoods throwdown. And today I have, and I'm going to use the word pinup boys because they were the first guys to advertise the Northwoods throwdown via social media. And we used a lot of their images, uh, Chris McCabe out of Maine and Eric Fluett out of New Hampshire. And that's going to be the cover of our podcast, uh, cover as well as uh, those guys. So so I've invited them to talk about, A, for those that don't know about the Northwoods Throwdown, what it's about, what we do with it, and then just the, the games we have had. And I have been an announcer at every game, and I will tell you, it's the most exciting softball games I've ever been to. You know, at first I was kind of like, softball, yeah, not really my thing. But after I've seen the competition and what goes on at these softball games, it, it, it was really exciting uh, for me, too. And we're going to talk about some of those episodes. So thank you, gentlemen, for joining me and telling everybody else across the country and the world all about the, the Northwoods Throwdown. Chris, I guess you're, you, you're the guy that has the trophy right now. So why don't we start with you? And it's kind of a main, main kind of started it. Yep. And he's showing the trophy right now on, we're going to throw this on our YouTube channel too. So if you go to the Warden's Watch podcast, YouTube channel, you'll Better be able hang to see on this. To it tight, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Cause it is true. You've only won one game out of four, correct? Correct. Oh, yeah. out of three. Out yeah, of three. Out of so three this will be, this the, will be fourth the fourth one coming up. Yep. So, And what's exciting about this one is we're going to stream it this time. First time ever streaming. So that gives access to all the North, uh, all my listeners can can stream it. And uh, we'll give you information about that when we have it. We have a final meeting coming up this week. There'll be links. It'll be $10, kind of the price of a ticket. 
nice. to watch it live. And we'll get into the dugouts with the cameras too and do some live interviews with these guys and, and more guys playing. And it has become quite the event. So that's exciting for me to have it streamed. So not only am I going to be an audio guy, so I'll be your host on the live streaming, which is a, just a, another step in, in, the, <laughs> in the podcasting realm. It seems like too many people are using cameras and it's not my, my strong suit. So, But I'm learning as we go. So, but the, the first one, yeah, it was an idea and from Maine, actually, wasn't it, Chris, that this, this generated in Maine? Yeah, we kind of just thought that it would be a good idea. Like, I mean, we're all uh, very friendly with each other and always up for friendly competition and kind of thought maybe slow pitch softball was probably the best thing because maybe we wouldn't get hurt. There have been a few <laughs> injuries along the way. Uh-huh. Uh, Myself included a few times, but it uh, it happens. It's really just a great time, like uh, and to get everybody together, like support Operation Game Thief or IWC. It's a really really good event, and like the first year we supported Make a Wish Foundation, which was really important to us. Hmm. Um, it was in Maine the first year, and then the second year was in New Hampshire, and then we had it back in Maine last year. And unfortunately, this year we're hosting again in Maine. Uh, just didn't work out to go down to New Hampshire to the Fisher Cat. So we're going to be back in Portland this year at the Sea Dogs Field, uh, which is a it's a great venue. It is, uh, yeah. And like anything, I mean, we're all competitive, and the games have been super, super competitive. Mm. Like going extra innings most games, and then going down to the last out in a lot of them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I, I can't say enough. Uh, I don't have a huge background in in the softball uh, world over my my years, but uh, to been able to play over the last couple of games and uh, be a part of it and see some of the I think some of the best softball games I've ever seen, and as competitive and, and tight as the games were, were just great for the fans. Then to have this ability to stream it will be great for others to see too. Right, and, and I just want to bring up a moment that you had, Eric, that was probably, out of all these games, was the most I- incredible thing that I ever felt. And I'm talking about feeling it, because we were we were tied. If you want to talk about that, because the fans got so loud. And Chris, you got to remember this, too, because they were stomping in the stands. We had, I think, about 6,000 people there. My chest was vibrating, and I've never had, and even the, the Fisher Cat, the engineers that, that were there from the Fisher Cats was like, oh, this is this is a crazy game. <laughs> here this is we've, we've never had this feeling in our chest sitting here in the box where the fans are getting this loud and this extreme and eric why don't you just lead up to that moment oh yeah so so this was i think we were pretty down in our in our dugout at mm. this time and uh you know we were we, like you said we were tied or or behind whatever whatever the case was but uh, but in any case i was up and i uh, was going to give it my all and and everybody supported me to do so but you know i looked to the fans in the in the um, in the stands to really get me motivated and uh, they gladly accepted that request by me on the field and gave me uh, everything I needed to get a hit uh, which then escalated into uh, my feet <laughs> not keeping up with my body on the run to first uh, so they always you know I gave it a full sprint and about halfway across is good thing I'm as tall as I am because it got me to that first base maybe not the most gracefully but but we <laughs> We made it, and uh, and that kicked off. Uh, yeah, I believe the the volley of uh, the volley the of runs volley for the win. Runs. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they have been tight. <laughs> they have, yeah, very tight. Like, yeah. I mean, I will say, like uh, playing slow pitch softball in the past and stuff, and most games are kind of blowouts. But I think 
the advantage of this is we're playing on a full size baseball field. So the infield's a lot deeper. Mm. I think it's uh it's a lot more technical. Um and I mean throwing from shortstop or third base over to first, it's a long ways. And like I mean, if anybody knows Eric, like he's a very tall gentleman. I think if he hit the ball, he's only got to run halfway down to first base and then fall right. on the first. <laughs> That's exactly yeah, he'd be there. Like, yeah. but when he took off that time, he was he was on the move. I think that ball. I think you hit it to me if I remember correctly. And I just remember looking down the line and I was like, he is absolutely flying <laughs> down the line. <laughs> <laughs> I felt all the pressure from my team to do the best I could on that on that hit, and it it, it wasn't the best hit, so I I really needed to haul for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah one of your steps are like six of mine, so n- no doubt. And and I think you're taller than Gun Lucas, aren't you? Ah, uh, yeah, like a half an inch, half or inch so. taller. Yeah. yeah, you you do hold that too as well. So <laughs> not that that's been a rival at all, but <laughs> and, and, and speaking of rivals, just going back to that. That first game at the Sea Dogs Stadium, Chris, there was a lot of things going on that didn't go on in the second game and stuff. And, and I'm talking about buying jail and things like that because you were right in the middle of that because you, you play pretty good softball. I will say that. You, you know, you were one of the, the, the people, you were the crowd pleaser, and, and we had to raise a lot of money to put you in jail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think it was the last. It was either the last or second to last inning. I think we had like two or three people on base, and I came up, and I ended up getting put in jail mm. uh, when I was supposed to be at bat. And it was like I was walking out to the plate, and they said I was going to jail, <laughs> which it was like, oh man, so disheartening because I was like, oh, this is a big moment. Like I thought we were gonna we were gonna pull. I don't know if we were tied at that time or we were we were. It was really close. It was. It was really really close. Yeah. And uh, and I think that was like the first or second. I think that was a, I would have been the second out at that time. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was kind of disheartening. Which I was. I think I think it's a good thing that we don't have that now because it yeah. kind of leaves, leaves it out on the field. It's like, hey, listen, let's not let's not take anything anything to chance it was a great fundraiser i mean it it raised a lot of money and stuff so yeah and really that's all it is in the end it's like this is a great fundraiser no one wants to get hurt like we just uh we want to go out there and i mean man i we all give it our all too like eric running down the line there i don't know how he didn't pull his hamstring (laughs) but uh it's like it's definitely we're not as young as we used to be and uh kind of playing like i did back in college is a little bit more difficult Yeah, and I remember I, we podcast our first podcast, and you had just gotten a bat specifically for the Northwoods Throwdown, and you you had spent like three hundred dollars, and you're like, uh, I don't, I got to tell my wife I spent three hundred dollars on this bat for the game. So, <laughs> and the ironic thing is, I don't even use it anymore. It's not, it's not as good as some of the other bats. Uh, <laughs> the things have improved, technology. Yeah, things have improved definitely. Like I. Uh, yeah, definitely not the bat I'm using anymore. Right, and you held up a bat earlier too, which is the Northwoods Throwdown bat. Can you can you tell us about those bats? Because there, there's a few of them out there, very few, but they are they're a iconic and uh, really cool. And I know there's going to be some bats for raffle for for sale or auction coming up at this Northwoods throwdown which is going to be friday july 28th so and i think we take the field at seven o'clock there'll be a pregame show for that but um the, the bats are actually made in maine correct yeah these are dovetail bats they're made in shirley maine just outside of greenville and they actually make bats for a lot of major league baseball players their whole advertisement is is that they're the hardest wood in the game um <laughs> they they actually go out and hand 
and select all the trees that they use for bats. There's a lot of all-stars out there that actually do use these bats, like Pete Alonzo, a lot of Mets players. Um, there's some New York Yankees that play with these. I don't know if there's any Red Sox players, but they're very, very popular in the major leagues now, and they've done very well for themselves, and it, it is a main company. Mm. Nope, very cool, very iconic, and very neat to have one of those bats in there. Are going to be some auctions, some raffles, and stuff like that for fundraising July 28th for sure. So, and we do have a rain date, so we're going to be hopefully keep our fingers crossed on no mm-hmm. rain date. But hopefully, uh, we've had enough rain. Like, yeah, by yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's been <laughs> one of those years. <laughs> one of those years. So something I think the Northwoods uh, fans really love. You know, they've watched the TV show so much, and to, to see you guys take the field in a friendly I, I'll use that loosely I guess friendly uh, a game I mean everybody's still friends now but man it, it, it can get serious I mean uh, yeah I've seen Chris Simmons probably at his lowest points in his, in his career I think but lo- losing to us the, fir- the first one the second one um, you know <laughs> and not the that I don't that, the second one in. like even though the first the first game was at home and we lost the second one was the one that hurt the most because we were winning going into the yeah. yes you guys yeah. were like, doing oh, very man, well was, I think we're, I think it was only one out left it was like it was yeah, so close it and was then, so close and we went into extras and oh yeah. man it was just it's been like phenomenal games like mm-hmm. I will say like, I mean for a bunch of washed up has been like us it's been pretty uh pretty competitive i'll i'll give you that for sure and that last year's was right to the end oh, back yeah, and right forth and end. just right. kept going and it did extra innings i was sore again. for about two weeks we after concerned. that <laughs> uh, the sea dogs came in and talked to us because they uh we only had the field for so long so they came in and they were like hey well, listen we're gonna shut the lights off and i was yeah. like oh no this isn't gonna be good let us let us just finish the game and they uh Luckily, it ended in that inning because they were going to shut the lights off and we were going to have to go home. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember Greg Serpice almost having a heart attack over that. You know? <laughs> it wasn't supposed to go this long. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't supposed to go that long. But you I, had don't, to- I don't even remember. Like, I think we played 11 innings. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. it was a long one. It was a very long one. Yeah, very, very, very long. But uh, again, exciting and moved very nicely. So I'm, I'm hoping for the same thing again. Um, and, and definitely we have a, a good following and the Sea Dogs is a great venue to do that. So, and now with the streaming option is, you know, people that A, can't get to Portland, Maine. I mean, uh, you guys have fans all the way across the country and the world. I mean, we're talking Europe and things and they'll be able to, to tune in to get, to get some of this firsthand stuff. I, th- I, I'm, I'm really excited about the streaming international wildlife crime stoppers iwc is sponsoring the streaming i kind of pitched the idea and uh, we're going to try it we got uh new england sports network it's going to be putting uh, two cameras with people on them and a stationary camera and this is what they do so it's not going to be you know wayne saunders running a camera running around with his iphone or anything this is these guys are, are really sharp really professional and they're excited too they're excited to be part of this which uh just just tells me a lot of, of what you're doing and uh you know operation game thief so we can you know fight wildlife crime gets get sponsored the conservation officer reliefs association for sure so i think it's a, it's, it's a great fundraiser for things that we believe in and that we fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish it's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home it's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. 
And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Love. And I think uh, I think Chris would agree too. Like when we when we get down to that stadium and in game day, it's that surreal feeling of walking out on the field, and then mm. that interaction we have with with fans uh, in, from the dugout up in the up in the stands. Uh, I hope is surreal for them as well. And uh, I think with that with that streaming ability, hopefully. You know that will grasp others, and then they'll have that feeling from from seeing us all and and uh, being a part of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's our our excuse to be able to get out on the field that we've always wanted to be on. Yeah. Growing up as kids, like we, everybody goes to the ball game, like in Portland or Manchester, and you go see these games, and you've always wanted to be out there playing yourself. So mm. it's a good excuse for us to be able to go out there and play the game that we we grew up playing, and to see the fans. That's just the added bonus. I mean. They're so excited to see us, but we're yeah. so excited to be there. Yeah, um, no doubt. And then the cherry on top is uh, it all goes to a good cause. And when you say that, I think of Scott Thrasher. I mean, that, that the guy will kill yeah. himself to yeah. catch a ball. Uh, for da- And he just, you, you can tell he really appreciates it and really enjoys it. And it's kind of his wheelhouse. And definitely, uh, and he's, he said that to me many times. It's just an honor and a privilege to be mm. out on that field and, and do this at our age and, and have fun and support support what we love so uh yeah he's just one of those guys that just man he just he just loves this game not that uh, not that we do all don't but he sticks out in my head so we'll we'll have to do an interview speaking of nationally recognized that we were just i was listening to the mediator podcast and they do um they do a trivia every week the last couple weeks one of the last trivia episodes the question was which two states were premiered on northwood's law and it was probably it was probably 50-50 that got both both one or the other state they actually had quite a conversation about how we probably got paid to do it and we received received money oh. for it <laughs> which i promptly wanted to send them an email and say that i'm i'm still working for the state <laughs> yeah 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 and uh yeah you you might want to do that chris and just straighten that out so i kind of thought so i was like yeah. oh man i was like i kind of like to straighten that out a little bit <laughs> mm. well everybody keeps an eye on warden's watch i'll be putting all the information out for streaming for sure uh main ogt will have a link i believe there too and uh we'll, we'll get all the information out in this next month because we're really going to push uh letting everybody know this is happening july 28th uh, so you can plan whether you're going to you know see us on uh video or whether you're going to be there in person and there's nothing like a game in person mm-hmm. nothing so i think everybody knows that and no better time to be in portland either uh, mm. portland maine at that time of year is uh, very beautiful and you can go go visit the coast if you're not from around here and if if you are take a visit to the city and uh come and check out a good game yeah and we've definitely had visitors from across the country come to these events across the country and i believe there's a lady from the uk that came at our last event too so new hampshire's fans seem to travel very well too they uh they they always have those big bobbleheads cut out i'm like holy yeah yeah we don't don't have heads cut out of ours ours are <laughs> they don't. They don't cut our heads out. <laughs> they they are hardcore. I, I I will say that we we have some great fans in New Hampshire that travel us travels with us. And I, 
I can't, it's hard to remain neutral as an announcer, and I don't. So, you know, thank God Chris Dyer is usually <laughs> in the box with me. And I remember the first the first game, I mean, me and him all once went to blows on several things, you know, because he's all about me and I'm all about New Hampshire. We have Jay Scott in the booth to kind of mediate Media. things. So, um, <laughs> but for sure, and that, that's always a pleasure to, to work with him and do that announcing and, uh, yeah, and knowing all the guys and, you know, really come to appreciate the players myself watching them. So. No, thanks for uh, doing this again, guys. Thanks for a little preload. Did do you want to say anything about this year's game? Hey, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good one. This is uh, we're gonna try to get the the win for for the win over the series of four games, and uh, mm-hmm. so it's gonna be. I, I think it's gonna be a if great they win, game. it'll tie it, right? Right. We don't yeah, want that to happen. What, yeah, we're shooting for the tie. Uh, we don't want a tie, but we will shoot for the tie here on the. <laughs> there's one more spot on. There's one more spot already open on the plaque, so we yeah. gotta get another name on there. So it'd be nice if, I mean, New Hampshire can be on the top, and we'll take both the bottom ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, that almost sets it up for another game, doesn't hey, it? If they hey, main man, list, I know. So. We're gonna need uh, a bigger plaque. Yeah, yeah. No, no doubt, no doubt. So, and your final thought. Chris I mean just come on out it's going to be a great time uh, support a great cause and we're we're there for you guys so come on out and see us uh, we'll be there and we'll uh, be able to talk to the fans and uh, it should be a great game usually good weather if we can uh, get rid of all the rain that we're having here in June uh, July will turn out to be a great month and uh, be a great time in Portland Maine awesome thanks <laughs> And uh, yeah, I'd say uh, Chris, great, great to see you. Look forward to seeing you on game day and, and the rest of the team, and um, and of course uh, the fans. Uh, look forward to catching up with you all from the dugout or up in the stands. Great. So that's Chris McCabe with the Maine Warden Service and Eric Follett with the New Hampshire Conservation Officers here on Warden's Watch. And stay tuned for streaming information. So if you're a fan of the Northwoods Law series and you live in Washington State, you'll be able to see these guys play some really iconic softball. Thanks for listening. And you guys, thanks thanks for joining us and, and telling us all about this really cool charity event that you guys do. Thank you. Thank you. Please join me, Game Warden Wayne Saunders, and other Game Wardens on our adventures protecting wildlife, saving lives, and having fun, all while serving the public and the natural resources of our planet. Listen to the tales and experiences of those who work in the outdoors while being entertained with stories about encounters with poachers, wildlife investigation, murder investigation, near-death experiences, search and rescue missions, wildlife interactions from game wardens around the country and around the world. When I retired, I realized I couldn't let go of that legacy, but rather wanted to share the passion, the commitment, and the stories of those men and women that call themselves game wardens. This is Game Warden, Wayne Saunders, and this is Warden's Watch. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.